is the Dr. Jojo, four-time GA Center Patreon leaderboard champion and the proud member of both Doombringer and Yavin 4, guilds advertised on the Escape Pod cast. And you are listening to the Escape Pod cast. This show was recorded in front of a live Twitch audience. Since my last introduction, the FDA has identified several new side effects associated with taking the Escape Pod cast. These include llama drama, waving your arms around and causing somebody to spontaneously explode, praying to RN Jesus, Heli No Bueno, and the urge to obey. If any of these happen, a doctor will see you soon, TM. Take it away, boys. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod cast. Bo-Katan is revealed and hits the holotables. But she's a marquee. What does that mean? We will speculate. Conquest starts back up its second exhibition. We will discuss that and how long you'll be waiting for Razorcrest, depending on how far you get and what mode you're playing. GACs are going back to threes next week. Neil will talk about his new strategy and is the current 5353 format a good thing? Dylar sits down in our incoming transmission. And we will ask him about his love for Darth Talon and to share some of his Twi'lek tactics. On the bridge, we will discuss our upcoming scheduled guests and my latest thrifting adventures. And of course, Patreon's choice questions. All this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod cast. Escape Pod Cast News. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. My um, the show keyboard is not working. <laughs> I'm sorry, Neil. But it won't work, and the number I, lock won't kick in. I wish I had the. It's not over my here. fault. Look, <laughs> watch, watch, watch. See, see, no green light. Can you hit number lock on their main keyboard? I can. I can use. I can. I can do it on the main keyboard. I can do it on the num- the number keyboard on my. I just don't like to. You know this. This has been with me for so long. I just don't. You know. I, if I need you, to replace why you do this it, now, <laughs> we've it, got a hype train going me? right now. If I need to replace it, I'm sure that the Padawans will end up helping us replace it. That's not the point. This has massive sentimental value. <laughs> like, plus I use it for when I'm in the throne, when I'm sat on my throne as well. So yeah, I'm not happy with that. I'll, I'll try it. Maybe I'll try it again later. We'll see. All I'm right. going to leave it there and see if it, see if it plays. So I guess I'm got to be the one to say welcome everyone yeah, you, to the Escape Pod cast. My name is Paul Anthony, and as always, I am joined by my hetero life partner and one of the people who make me smile week in and week out, Neil Andrew Air. Neil, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad at all. Um, uh, mustn't grumble. <laughs> mustn't grumble. 
Oh, it has been an interesting week mm-hmm. in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's been a good week. It has been a good week. You know, we've, we've had news and we've had good stuff happen and, and some mayor stuff happen. And, you know, I think, every, you know, everyone's trying to enjoy this week because it's like it's the it's the GAC holiday. It's, it's so everybody's like, oh, God, yeah, good. I don't have to worry about setting defenses and scouting my opposition. And, you know, it's just a chill week. You know, people can just chill and do um, uh, people can just chill and do their um, uh, conquests. That and you can stream other games other than Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes and not lose followers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, Thank you, by the way. Uh, we started out as uh, we are two minutes left in this hype train. Cascade, uh, subscribe twice, it says on my screen. Uh, Awakened cheered 100 bits. Hellenix with 20 shiny nickels. Thank you very much, everyone, for all the, all the love at the top of the hour, at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Neil, the, let, let's start off with the challenge rancor mm-hmm. we saw the changes come this week um and also i want to give a heads up that darth kermit has a new challenge crankor team list and video up right now they just literally posted it moments ago um i was able to give it a watch before the show um for our Twitch viewers, I've posted that link inside the chat. Um, otherwise, just look for Challenge Pit 2.0 Initial Top Teams. It's the one from uh, the video from Darth Kermit. Check that out. It is a good and worthwhile watch because literally you said that uh, you were watching the playbook. Before yeah, I, I was. Um, I was tuned into. Uh, I was tuned into the playbooks stream on Twitch. And he was just doing some bits and pieces. I think he was doing, um, I think he was doing light side uh, GOTB um, and it was on and he, he, he went away to do a mission and he went, when he went back, it was done. It just, it had been completed. It was done. Uh, so he said that his guild completed it in like 20 minutes, just under 20 minutes. So obviously whatever changes were made has made it easier for Kraken guilds. We'll so, see. I, so my, um, <laughs> I'm being That's told it, that, yeah, FC, F, that, Nova. that that was it, Bode, that was it, Bowdy. Yeah, FC Nova. I couldn't think what his guild name was off the top of my head, but yeah, it's it's FC uh, FC Nova. Yeah, they did it in 20 minutes. Yeah, which that, is just that, ridiculous. And then I know our guild or or my guild, you're an ANZGC, mm-hmm. uh, Yavin Four, the original home of the of the podcast. We are going to be doing that this um, at noon Eastern on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bodie says we did it in just over one hour with no drama and no shouting. I loved it. <laughs> Very cool. I'm. I'm. Hey, I'm. I'm actually hopeful that we might be able to do something. You know, because my guild, we we weren't able to get off uh, P1. 
we were not able to get off P1. So, um, you know, maybe we'll be able to get off P1. Uh, I mean, I'm still not going to take any of my... Um, I'm still not, I'm still not re relicking anybody until Relic 5, until I'm ready to relic them to take them to Relic 5. And that's when I go for JML. Paul just reminded me that I thought I, thought I only had to do Mon Mothma, and then that was it. I was good to go. And Paul reminded me that R2-D2 also needs to be relicked, and he's still at 12. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go back and bloody do him now. Next, well, thing, next thing you'll be telling me is, oh, no, 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 because now I've remembered another one I need to do. Ray Prin to seven. Princess Leia. Is Princess uh, Leia one of them? <laughs> Princess Leia is one of them. Oh, she's at 12 as well. That's three characters. Like, oh. Okay. Okay, we're... I'm, I personally have to do Ray, um, R two D two, and Mon Mothma. Take Mon Mothma to five and Ray to seven. Um, Ray to seven. Yeah, I've already taken it to four. I kind of stopped there and thought I'll go. I'll get back to her. I'll get back to her. So Neil, to help you here, I'm going to, uh, um, I'm going to remind you of everything that you need. Let's see here. Permanent events. I mean, I do actually um, have I'm five on... characters like already to ready, ready to go, like which is good. The checklist. Wedge here. and Biggs are already done. Wedge, Wedge, Biggs, um, Wedge, Biggs, Old Ben, um, Hermit Yoda and jkl are all at the levels that they need to be they're all ready to rock and roll oh cascade and hellenics with more biddies dr jojo with the sub thanks for the biddies <laughs> giving it to the escape pod Give oh you gave it to the escape pod bot i'm sure he's very grateful we have two minutes left in the uh train <laughs> <clears throat> in this hype train to get to level yeah two. well what well, i don't know what Chupi relic chupio has to be at but i've got him to four i just kind of i had the materials to take him to four so i took him to four i i, I might have to do five or six i'm i don't really know i know that han and regular chewy need to be six and they're both at five no they're both at four so I just need to take the, uh, for most of the characters, I just need to take them up a couple levels. So it's just farming relic materials, basically, which isn't exactly going to be difficult. Just time consuming. Oh, they there only need go. to be five. Oh, nice one. Happy days. <laughs> okay. So Jedi training Ray relic seven, Obi-Wan yeah. five, C3PO five, on Mothma five. Not yet. Chupio five. Um, he's at four. So I need to do into one more. Jedi Knight Luke, seven. Done. R2-D2, seven. No. <laughs> oh, God, seven. Oh, no. Han and Chewie, six. Six, yeah. It was, it is, I thought it was six. They're both at four at the moment. Uh, Rebel Y-Wing, uh, six star. Uh, oh, I've got, I've got that at seven, so. Yeah, I'm good on that. Uh, by the way, uh, thank you, Cascade, Hellenix, and Dr. Jojo, all contributing to the hype train. Uh, less than 20 seconds left by the time they hear this. Uh, and also Mrs. Anthony with 100 bits. <laughs> and I Hellenix think coming in with another 100 bitties. But that's okay. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, so the hype man. train is about to go down. So, uh, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen. No. Three, two, one. Thank and... you. And... <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's. That, 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 that was a distraction. So it's let's... stuck on my screen, Neil. Yeah, yeah, it's stuck on my screen as well. <laughs> you, you're not the only one. It's stuck on. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Irrelevant. All right. So okay, it's um, time to bitch and whine. Why? Hmm. Why? Because because Bo-Katan is not what she should be. Well, I, I mean, we're still. T- I, I still wanted to just touch on the crankor. Okay, yeah, we can yeah, keep going on about the rancor. Thanks for the sub, Ray Rock. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ray Rock. <laughs> um, I think that you know people are not going to uh, um, people are not going to be complaining as much. I think you are going to be quite happy, Neil. You're finally going to be able to do something and get above the people that are just phoning it in for zeros and getting what they get. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I I was kind of hoping I was kind of I I was kind of hoping for the um, uh, uh, for the um, for the reduction as well, um, you know, from the requirement being relic five i was i really i really did genuinely think that they were going to bump it down to three i really did think that they were going to bump it down to three i was gonna i was gonna get to that next what do you think about that i mean i mean well i mean here's the thing it was only whale it was only the whale and the kraken um it was really realistically it was only the whale and the kraken um and the the high-end guilds that were doing it anyway now it's even easier for them but it's still no easier for you know the the between intermediate to high end you know so people that are just on the cusp of it you, you know people with you know people full of guilds that have got only one maybe two relic five squads at most and not enough rays and not enough slackers and you know not enough gls that just ain't going to be able to do it because they don't have the numbers um all of the higher end guilds they already have the numbers it's just got easier for them so it's got easier for the people that could already do it but it's got no easier for the people that couldn't do it and that that that's what that's why i'm you know that, that that's what i'm shimping over i mean i i think it's great that they've made it um less um reliant on scheduling because obviously that was a major bone of contention, a legitimate bone of contention, especially when you have guilds that are international. Um, but making it easier for people that were already doing it while not making it easier for people that just don't get a look in on it, it just seems a bit backwards, that's all. I'm going to point out what Bodhi just said. It actually means that you need less Galactic Legends as more Padme or CLS teams can actually count for something. Mm-hmm. So you can get that 1%. You can get, you know, you can get those little chipaways at it early. Well, that, that you're might not, not sitting that might... there. Well, you're not sitting there holding these teams going, what am I, you know, I, I have to wait till. Bob finally gets his ass in gear, logs on, and and does his two percent. Mm-hmm. 
So it can be the mismatched teams. Yes, it can. At least that's one good thing. You don't need the powerhouse team. So I think that it is more accessible now to people. I'm going to say it like you Mm -hmm. that don't exactly relic things up all the way just for the sake of relicking things up all the way, which I don't. I have four characters, five and above two are sevens, two are fives, everything else fours and threes. I don't, I don't even have any ones, twos, or, you know, it's, it's not, I don't even have, have any ones or twos. They're all, it's either three or four. I take them to three. If I think they need a little bit more cheddar, I'll take them to four. But I'm not going to take them to five. Because if they can't do for me at four or three, it's like, well, screw you. I'll go to another character that can do it for me at three or four. How about a challenge? I just thought of this. How about a challenge where when we hit 1,000 followers, I get to pick a character that you have to take to Relic 7. It won't be a bad character. Yeah, it'd still take me forever, though. You you can... I I tell you what. Make make your pick... Preemptively make your pick JML and you're on. (laughs) Because obviously, if, you know, when I do eventually get JML, I'm obviously going to take him to Relic 7. There is absolutely no point in having a GL and not taking them to 7. No, this will make you happy. This will make you happy. I want you to take Brigadier Tom because he's been such a workhorse for you to relic seven well yeah but that doesn't yeah the the the, the thing with brig the thing with brigadier tom is it, i've got brigadier tom on like three accounts uh, are you relic uh, are your relic fours enough to beat challenge tier four i thought there was only three tiers i thought there was only i thought the assault battles only had three challenge tiers yeah there there's only there's only challenge tier three it's um it's relic material and then two or it's gear 13 finishers and then two relic uh, material nodes yeah i'm to, to be honest with you, i'm stuck on you know i'm 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 content with challenge tier two i haven't done a challenge tier three on any assault battle i'm either a challenge tier one guy or i'm a challenge tier two guy um i know i'll get to three eventually i know i'll get to three eventually i will it's just I'm I'm there's no burning desire to spend a bunch of resources on a bunch of characters or you know a assault you know for one assault battle you know I will get there in my own very slow way All right let's go ahead and get into what's depressing you Neil Mhm Bo-Katan yeah. has come to the hollow tables but she's not everything that you wanted her to be, no, is she? No, no. I, I think that CG has massively disrespected her. Uh, no, no, now, okay, let, let's get one thing right. Not as a marquee. As a marquee, that's exactly what you, you expect, that kind of middle-of-the-road average for a character as a marquee, which is why I think she should have been an epic confrontation, because an epic confrontation or a GL are allowed to be OP. You know, they're allowed to be over the top and you're allowed to let the power creep come in. And she's been on Rebels. She's been on the Clone Wars. And now she's been on the Mandalorian. She is a stalwart. She is a regular. She is a very, very well-loved, very well-respected character in the Star Wars universe. And 
they disrespected her by releasing her as a marquee and not i mean th th they could have made her legendary they could have given her legendary as a minimum she should have been a legendary character as a minimum but releasing her as marquee i'm like no no just no and i just you know i'm sorry but the dark trooper's better than her and the dark trooper was just the dark trooper should not be better than that yeah just shouldn't be just shouldn't be better than her so uh yeah I think a, um, a quick uh, a quick re thank you to uh, John Snow Awakens for refollowing. We appreciate that. Um, okay, so let's look at the kit really quick because it's it's quick it's short. Um, she's an attacker, leader, Mandalorian, and she's a scoundrel. So you can use her for those scoundrel events, which I am actually happy about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so her basic deals damage and if it's on her turn inflicts vulnerable for one turn otherwise if if uh, it's not her turn she deals 50 percent more damage neil mm -hmm. she has a special that is um that dispels all debuffs dazes or dispels all buffs, so it takes away tenacity up, then it dazes them, and is an AoE. So it's everybody. That's pretty good. It's one thing. It's okay. one thing. You know? How about when she's a leader, everybody becomes Chupio? Look, I, I, I've seen what a relic Bo-Katan does with other relic Mandalorians, and it ain't all that. You know, you can we, we can say until we're blue in the face that the kit's great and it does great things. It does great things. It's a great kit and it does do great things. But her with other Mandalorians does not utterly destroy other teams that you would love to see her destroy. It's you know, it, she she's it's it's B team. You know, her in with Mandalorians is B team status beating other B team status or, you know, high relics beating lower relic A teams. It, it's not an off. She, she's never going to be an off meta counter. You know, I'm going to counter that Neil by saying she's not as strong with the Mandalorians that we have now. Well, then, then maybe you know, fingers crossed. The um, uh, the you know, fingers crossed that one of these rumored six new characters are her two compatriots from the Mandalorian. I imagine that's, two of them are. That that's very true. I mean, we we saw that in the data mine. Um, I believe it was Arnold that put out a video about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think two or three content creators did actually. Once Sig, I mean, <laughs> it was kind of weird. Everybody wanted confirmation from Sig Sig. Then they went out and did their videos. <laughs> so people were talking about it, but they didn't do their produce videos until Sig Sig confirmed it. It's like, yeah, yeah, right. we we can confirm it. Like the, the like the tree of knowledge, Sig Sig. Oh, Sig well, Sig! Please tell okay, us. So, Sig Sig doesn't know. You know, Sig Sig is one of us, but they're us very very smart when it comes to this game. One of us. Looking at the data mine, we do see that there are additional 
Galaxy of Heroes bundles that we have not seen. Bo-Katan was Galaxy of Hero bundle four. Six more. Um, yesterday at eight forty-four in the morning, the first ones one through four were Moff Gideon armor, Dark Trooper, and Bow. Looks like that means six more keys are coming at some point. There are some people who are speculating that it will be an epic confrontation, like Gas, like um, like Malik, and that. We're going to need all these characters for that. But if so, even at an increased pace like they did Piet, we won't see this until if they all come out, like, let's say in the next three weeks, we won't see anything until June. Yeah, I I still think we'll get an epic confrontation in May. It's just no longer going to be Unless they speed it up like they did with Piet. I'm saying June. Yeah. The, the only reason why I'm saying May is because uh, the only reason why I'm saying May is because the Bad Batch, um, uh, the Bad Batch begins on May the 4th on Disney Plus. And I think that they will be heavily hitting the advertisement for the game while the Bad Batch is on. Um, and I just think that, that, that that's the uh, I, re- I do genuinely think that that's the case. Well, Okay, good good point there as well, but what if these these six characters for, you know, let's just say they're the let's let's go with the six. How many uh, how many are there in the bad batch? 4? Oh no, I no, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that any of these six characters are going to be bad batch. I'm saying that they are. Oh right, I don't think that any I don't think any of them will be bad batch. We already know who they are. Yeah, so no, they're there, there, there are five. There's, there's five in the bar batch. That'll be, I think that... I there's think we'll, five, including Echo. Yeah, I know. We'll get another Echo. We we're already get, have who could get a retouch-up. We'll, no, we, we, there's no need for a retouch-up. We need a new Echo. Because it, it's a different Echo. It's a completely different Echo. Just like Sidious is different from Palpatine. Yeah, they're the same character, but they look completely and utterly different. Okay, but, One but Echo is different say, from the other. Let's say there's four. There, there's four in the bad batch that we don't already have in the game. Then we've got the two Mandalorians who fought alongside Bo-Katan in the Mandalorian. Yeah, no, we'll we'll get those two. We'll get uh, uh we'll get those two. And uh, the Bad Batch. That's no, that's six. We'll get those two. We'll get um, Fennec Shan, and then we'll get three uh, three um, Empire remnants. I don't think we get Fennec Shan until Book of Boba at the end of the year. I think I think we'll get I'll, early. I'll I'll write on another piece of paper and eat it if I'm wrong that we don't get Fennec Shand in this next six. Yeah, I think we'll get um I think we'll get a new um um when once the bar batches out I think we'll get all five of them as a marquee. I think we'll get all five of them as marquees. I think this year is going to be just like 2018 Galaxy of Marquees. I think we're going to get a year of a heavy year of marquees. Really, hey, if, really. If we do, I welcome it because I love farming stuff. Yes, it takes away from other from other farming, but I really do miss the days of the old CG and the old farming. 
Yeah. Well, that's why I think um, that we won't get the Bad Batch as marquees until either halfway through the show or at the end of the series. Because, you know, we'll get uh, an epic confrontation at the middle of the year and then we'll get another epic confrontation at the end of the year. Um, and the reason why I think we'll get so many marquees this year is because, you know, they want people to either whale out or farm a bunch of new characters needed for these epic confrontations. Because epic confrontations always need double-digit characters. Always. Every single uh, epic confrontation has required double-digit characters. Including right. some legendaries. Including legendaries. I mean, look at Gas. So, uh, yeah. Look at Je- Jedi Knight Revan and Darth Revan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, exactly. Ginger Ninja D, for the follow. Padawan number 954. Don't let the uh, bot fool you. Let's take a break. We're running behind. Do you have the button? Uh, my keypad's still not working, but yeah, I've got the button. All right. All right, we'll be back after these messages with more talk about Galaxy of Heroes and Conquest right after these messages right here on the Escape Podcast. The Escape Podcast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hotbot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Podcastaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime and and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Podcastaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking bot, after-show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash The Escape Pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. 
This week's Guild Class Find is really special to me. This week is Yavin 4, the guild of me, Paul Anthony of the Escape Podcast, and also the Llama. Yavin 4 can be classified as a serious yet casual guild. They still expect you to get your 600 every day, but they aren't going to micromanage your life to ensure that you do. Getting 18 stars with access to the cam shards in the light side territory battle and 31 stars in dark side. The crew in Yavin 4 know how to play the game in order to squeeze out the best of its members without burning them out. That's not all, though. Our guild is also completing the Challenge Rancor Raid. Get those coveted arrow magnifiers with us. Yavin 4 is looking for players of at least 5.5 million who are cam shard ready with their 501st, are friendly, and want to find a place to become the best that they can be. Check out the Escape Pod recruiting link down below in the description, or I'm pretty sure that Hellenix has already posted the quick command in chat. Come play alongside me and the llama, and let's have some fun. Hello, I am Andy Beads, commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion. And I'm Camp Director Flair of Gaming Embers. We are the officers of the Chain Gang. We're a collection of Twitch streamers that like to stream our Grand Arena Championship battles. In Star Wars Galaxy Heroes. We feature accounts of all sizes. From the large accounts, like Fruit Ninja Mike. To the small accounts, like, well, mine. We have Grand Arena Action for all viewers. With names like The Llama. Ran B. Dr. Zeppers. Mr. Jigabachi. Geek Girl 1980. Rico. Kate Gaming. Flair. Andy Beads. And the Escape Podcast's own The Nev. We bring you continuous game action every day during the attack phase. Check us out and ride the raid chain from streamer to streamer with us. The Chain Gang is a proud feature of the Escape Pod Castaways. See you on the chain, yahosers. The Escape Pod Cast. Ah, welcome back, ladies and gents. Okay, what are we talking about? Well, the first thing that I want to talk about, I want to acknowledge one of our listeners um, who... Uh, they watch on YouTube. They comment on YouTube. They are a uh, very, I, I love seeing their name whenever, um, whenever it's a comment, because uh, I know he actually gives two craps. Um, and that's, I'm just going to call him Scott. Uh, they comment every so often on the show. Um, and he wants to mention because I know we got a lot of content creators. Thank you, uh, Geek Girl, for the 520 bits. Wow. Um, Scott says, and, and what I was going to say, we have content creators that, that listen to this show as well, and we, you, they know that we love them. But he wanted to mention, I'm absolutely, I'm quoting, I'm absolutely shocked that no content creator bothers to make content for Territory War Battles. I only know of a few guys like Indigo that probably does content on Territory Wars once in a blue moon. As a content creator, one can easily combine it in a stream with Conquest if they want to do that. And please don't play the proprietary nonsense as whatever your proprietary counter is, you have been testing it in Arena and others have already and others have seen it already, and you are using that in GAC as well as the history is out there for everyone to see. As a content creator, 
if I was any good at PvP, I would I would take this mantle up. I really would. Um, I would not. Why is that? Because it's boring. That was gonna be that was gonna be the next thing I was going to get to. If 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 Territory Wars was fun and exciting, people would stream it. It's not fun and exciting, which is why no one streams it. Grand Arena Championships and Galactic um, Conquest, obviously the new one, is fun and exciting. So lots of people stream it. It's as simple as that. If it's fun and exciting, it gets streamed. If it's not, it doesn't. That's why Territory Wars doesn't get streamed. Because content creators, it's, it's a chore. You know, I always say, you know, I say, when I say it to people, you know, always a pleasure, never a chore. It's the complete opposite for Territory Wars. Territory Wars is a chore. Nobody likes to or wants to do it. They, they do it out of um, necessity because they might be in a guild that has to do it. I'm, I'm glad I'm in a guild that doesn't have to do it. I set one team on defense, like most people, and then if I've got time or if I want to try a couple of uh, counters... That, I might, that I'm thinking of using for GAC, then, you know, I'll go in with it. But I don't because it's usually two front walls of GLs. And it's like, that's not what I'm going to face in Grand Arena. Because what people put on defense in Territory Wars is entirely different to Grand Arena Championships. So we do have, uh, we do have confirmation Urs occasionally streams some territory uh, battles. By the way, Dicky Darkside, thank you for the nine nickels. Sephiranus, thank you for the shiny nickel. Um, Urs sometimes does it. But if you're looking for if you're looking for people who really love it, I mean, we all know, I mean, I mean, I'm freaking wearing an Urs shirt right now. <laughs> um if you're looking for somebody who loves to get into the nuance of it instead of the entertainment of it, you have Mr. Jigabachi and both Carly and Mitch able to be found at twitch.tv slash Carly and Mitch. Go figure. They love territory wars as well. So Scott, I would recommend checking out those people. Yeah. But they are um, the exception, not the rule, but they are the exception and not the rule. I, I would do it if, you know, it wasn't, if our guild didn't see so many, you know, we're just going to throw everything on our wall and hope you can beat it. I mean, don't, look, you, it could be, uh, here's the thing, you, you could make territory wars fun and exciting, right? If you could get half a guild in a voice chat and then one person streams it. Okay? That could be... I mean, you're not going to see battles from 25 other people. Um, you're not going to see battles from 25 other people because not everybody would be able to, uh, you know, share their screen on Discord for the person streaming it to be able to switch backwards and forwards. I mean, it'd be possible, but you're never going to be able to get a substantial number of people in your guild to be able to sit on a stream for a couple of hours sitting around waiting so that you can like show a bunch of different territory rules battles 
Um, we got we got some really good chats coming in. Blackened, one of our really really good friends who works on a Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes sheet. Um, there's no instant gratification for the viewer like there is GAC in Territory Wars. Hey, I won a few battles in Grand Arena Championship. Hey, I fully cleared my opponent. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, Excellent. Uh, and also, Bo Monday points out that there's a fair bit of waiting around for your mates to clear other teams in the zone. Exactly. Bodhi says, streaming two hours, looking at a territory, waiting for the next zone to wake up and attack. Um, doesn't sound exciting. Uh, but Carly and Mitch uh, do say they they still want to get an all streamers guild going to see how that would work out. <laughs> I think it would be great, but we all have our ties, and the fact that we all have different experiences is what makes this community of content creators a wonderful thing. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Look at look at GA Center. Yeah. So I just you know Scott, I wanted I just, wanted to bring that up, um, give you some tips on who does like to do it. And uh, I, I hope that answers your question. And thank you for commenting on the YouTube video from last week. We really appreciate you. All right. Conquest. I have to give credit to Bodhi. Um, uh, I, have to, I have to give credit to him because he got my, he got my, my brain circuits going. Um, he posted... At uh, 4.10 p.m. this afternoon, that it is only going to take people who can get to the end. It's only going to take your Krakens seven conquests or six months to get their Razor Crest to, to pardon me, hiccups because of my medication, um, uh, your Razor Crest to seven stars. That's not bad. It'll only take three months to get it to unlock. That, yeah, but that's for the Krakens that can get all the way to hard. The end of hard. Correct. Now, the if any Krakens are listening that they don't know how this how this will work, this time around by the Razor Crest shards. Next time around, and the time after that, on number three and number four, by the Razor Crest shards. So you're getting a total of twelve that are in sectors three, four, and five of hard mode. If you get the red box, you get your 44 on your fifth time around, the fourth month in, because we got two going here. On the fifth month around, all you have to do is buy eight and get the red box the next three months, and you will have unlocked Razor Crest yep. to seven stars. I'm, I'm going to be, my, my Razor Crests are going to be off kilter as well on my main and my main ult. Um, you remember last week I said I would do one on normal and I would do one on hard. Yes. So How I was did, that going? So I did my main, I, I, because I was concerned that I might not just have what was necessary to get to that first prize box, I decided to take my main alt onto the hard because I wasn't sure if it, you know, if I was going to be able to make it to that first box, and I left my main account on the normal because I knew one hundred percent that I was going to be able to get a box number six, and I was definitely going to be able to get myself Razor Crest shards. Okay, so um, as it worked out, um, I got really, really lucky with the um, 
data cards on my main alt in sector one and i was able to do sector one like that not a problem easy and i've got to the first prize box so i've already got 20 shards the best i'm gonna get is 16 on my main so yeah i'm gonna be out of kill so next next time for all future um galactic challenges i will be taking both my main and my main and my main alt through too hard because i know that both those accounts are going to be able to hit that first prize box and everything else after is just a bonus okay so um let's talk about normal mode if you go into normal mode you're getting 20 razor crest shards on the first box right no you're getting 20 or, I, on i'm hard. sorry you're, you're getting it on the on the big box it, uh, on the red one no i'm not i'm not getting the red box on either of my main or my main alts i'm only getting to six okay I'm, what i'm saying is that if you get the red box in normal you get the 20 shards and then you have an opportunity to buy four if you do that every single time if you only play normal it will take seven conquests to unlock razor crest so that's six months down the line. It will take 13 months down the line, 14 conquests to get it to seven star on normal only. So you'll be six months behind the Krakens if you stay on normal. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to stay on normal next, next well, I'm, month. I'm, I'm talking to the listener in yeah. this point. No, no, no. Yeah. Next, next month. I'm pff, yeah. Screw that. <laughs> this is the last time. Uh, it's a good, you know, it's good that there were two exhibitions this month, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm glad that there were two exhibitions back to back. Um, but for the next one, when we're no longer in exhibition and it's gone into real. Yeah. My main account is going to be doing the hard mode. Um, it is, it is going to be doing the hard mode because <laughs> I want to get to the razor quest as fast as possible and i'm going to achieve it faster the on hard with both those accounts than one on normal and one on hard i'm going to i i do want to point out that our whales do not have to fear the krakens in this situation because once again our good friend bodie put this out there if you get the box below if you get to the sixth box like you did in normal 40 shards each time you will buy them all except for the very very last one on sector five you will unlock it at the exact same time as a kraken but you have to buy the shards each and every single time yeah i'm kind of hoping that i'll be able to get um on my main uh, on my main alt um i'm i'm confident that i'll be able to get uh, box three or maybe box four um getting through sector one was much easy was really really easy because uh, i i only needed three squads my jedi squad my uh my jedi squad my darth uh, jkl squad my darth revan squad and my cls squad and i was able to blitz through um sector one with those three squads so easy it was really really simple really straightforward wasn't an issue whatsoever um it's a lot tougher on sector two because obviously all of my relic characters they're around the three four mark um so it's much much harder as soon as the squads drop below i'd say 80 percent in stamina i'm i'm my, my squads no longer have the ability to they can still do a node but they ain't getting it three stars somebody's always getting taken out 
Uh, first time I did, first time I did it, I was left with JKL. I was just getting one stars. So, yeah, I, I need to l allow the stamina to build back up to a hundred, so I can at least get two matches out of each of those three squads. So it's a dr it's a grind, you know. For my account, it is a grind. So let, let's talk about that. That you said the fifth box or or the fourth box. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the fifth box though, real quick. It, you will be one month behind the whales and the krakens if you can only get to the fifth box. This is a good thing for the people that just play the game to play the game and aren't in in those in these crazy mega guilds. You'll only be one month behind with the Razor Crest. And if you can get to sector four, you only need to buy the Razor Crest shards in three and four every single time with the fifth box, and you will un you will seven star it. You'll seven star it at that uh, on the eighth time around, so the seventh month. You will unlock it at the same time as the whales and the krakens. So there is good news on the horizon there. Mm -hmm. If you can only get to four and you buy the Razor Crest shards, you still have the ability to compete. They'll just have it one month earlier. But we're going down to the fourth box where you're at. You have to get to Sector 5 and get the Razor Crest shards. You don't have to beat uh, beat hard mode. You don't have to you know, deal with the Relic 8. Uh, Jedi Master Luke, but you have to get halfway through because if you are only getting the fourth box, you'll only get 32 shards and you'll have to buy from sector three, four, and five each and every time. And you will still unlock it on that seventh month. Anything below that, you are relegated back to the ninth month. The, or the eighth month, the ninth month, it will get it will get difficult. But if you're still playing on hard, it'll be quicker than if you're going to if you're doing just normal. So I advocate, which you have agreed that it will be good to go ahead and make the jump to hard on the account if you can do hard and get at least one box. Yeah, yeah. If you can get that one, and, and like I said, if if you only need, um, you only need a moderately relict, um, Darth Revan team. You need one Jedi team. I mean, it helps if you've got JKL, but he's not necessary. Um, uh, he really, really isn't. Um, I mean, I I think the the every time I've used my JKL Jedi team, it's all Darth Revan. Sorry, it's all Jedi Knight Revan and GMY that I'm using. Every once in a while, you might throw the AOE stun out with JKL. But apart from that, it's all GMY and JKL and Basti. Um, so as long as you've got a Darth Revan team, a Jedi Knight Revan team, and a CLS team, and they're all relicked, um, you're, you're golden. You, you can get to that first box of hard with just those three squads. I mean, you, you, you could probably get to it with just the Revans. I mean, I the, the only reason why I used... Um, the CLS team was because when when they hit like 70 or 80 percent it was taking a lot longer to get through those teams so it's like you know 
that one gets to 70, that one gets to 70. Then I moved over to my CLS just so I could use all my energy. You could grind it out with just the two Revan teams um, quite comfortably in a couple of days. Quite comfortably in a couple of days. And once you've got that first box on hard um, and you've got your uh, you've got your Razor Crest shards, everything else after it is just a bonus overdoing the normal node and having to grind all the way through five sectors and grind out all those getting speeds. the red box huh? the red box gives you 20 but in order to get the red box you still have to go through sector five right no no you just you don't need to get the red no, I'm box talking about in, in normal yeah in, in normal, normal you don't mode. need to no no in not you don't need to get the red box you just need to be at a complete sector five no what I'm saying, if you are going for 20 shards of Razor Crest, yeah. if you're going for the 24, you still have to get to Sector 5 with the red box to get 24 shards. Because you get okay, 20 yeah, from the red it, box it, plus it, the four that you buy from the scavenger along the way. Yeah, but what I'm saying it's irrelevant. I'm saying all of that is irrelevant. Once you complete Sector 5 of Normal, the next one, you can choose whether you want to do Normal or whether you want to do Hard. So you can stay. I, I, I completed all five sectors with both my accounts, but I did not get the red box on either of them. Right, I so you only got do, 16 because shirts. I didn't do or Because I couldn't get all of the feats. However, I know that on both my accounts, if I do both my accounts on hard, I will get the first box and I will get more shards. Okay? So it makes no sense whatsoever. If you can complete normal, but you just can't get all of the feats to be able to get the seventh box, all right? It makes no sense to stay and grind out normal all five sectors when all you have to do is sector one and a little bit of sector two in order to get that first box on hard but neil there's only one problem with the logic you didn't see it this time because the razor crest shards were missing from sector five scavenger if you get 16 and if, if you get the box below red Plus, you purchase the shards, you get 20. That yeah. is true. But if you can get the red box on normal, but you can't get the first box, or you can't get the second box on hard, you're better off staying on normal because you can get up to 24 shards rather than relegating yourself to sector or box number one no, of hard mode you just contradicted yourself there if you can't get the red box you're getting 16 and 4 you're getting 20 and 4 no, or if, if, you, if you, you cannot you, get the red box exactly you're getting so 16 you, and 4 exactly so if you can't get the red box there's no point but if you can't get the red box but you can complete normal there's no point staying on normal you just go to hard you get the first box and you get 20 and then everything you get after is a bonus but if you can get the red box but you cannot get the second box on hard it's better to go normal because you'll get 24 rather than just 
20. Yeah. Because you and, won't and, be able to purchase. Yeah. And, and, what, I'm, and what I'm saying is you, you can. You, I, I don't think I'm not just going to get the first box on my main old, which is 4.5 mil GP. I, I th- like I said, I think I'm going to maybe hit three or four. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'll, I'll hit three or four. I'm only going to be able to do like six matches a day. Because, like I said, once my relic squads drop below eighty percent, they're useless. Even with the, um, you know, even with the data card, even with really, really good data cards, they just don't hit as hard. Their stats take a, you know, a massive, massive hit. Nobody is, no, nobody. Uh, if you can get all the way to the end of sector five on normal um, with what you've got, you are definitely going to be able to get at least box two, maybe box three on. I would, You're not going to get stuck in just principle. box one. I would wholly agree in principle that you should be able to. I just wanted to make people aware of the possible downfall of going, I can get there. Let's, you know. You know. Okay. Um, uh, Awaken, uh, subscribe for, for a month. Um, and also wanted to ask a question. We'll acknowledge this here. If you get stuck early hard mode, you'll lose out on conquest currency. Should I care? You can still you can still keep punching the low ones that you can do to get conquest currency. Yeah, I, I mean to be. I, I had loads of conquest currency left over after doing the um, after doing the first one. Um, but I, I will say he does that there is <laughs> he does have a point specifically with hard because that scavenger on sector one of hard you can get relic materials um, and when I when I opened that store and I saw those relic materials I spent all my currency on those relic materials straight away i'm like if it yep. wasn't for the damn razor crest I would have done the same yeah and I, I'm like yeah I'm spending all my currency on this relic, you know, on this relic material. So I, I went to town on that relic material, the five and the 10 on both the relic materials that were available there that I only had in the low double digits. Cause I've got like triple digits on all the other. All right. We need to get to a break on the other side of this break. We are going to, I'm going to really quick answer. Uh, well, actually Dylar, you're going to be on next. So yeah. I'll answer your question coming up in just a moment, live on the air. Cause Dylar T- Twilight tactics is joining us for our incoming transmission right after story time with the llama with a brand new series. This, uh, starting this very week, stick around. We'll be right back right here on the escape pod cast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hello, Escape Padawans. It is the Llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod castaways are on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. You can catch us on YouTube and on Twitch every week streaming Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed, your favorite new Galaxy of Heroes show, GA Center, and so much more. Come catch us on the web. Are you a member of Team Paul or Team Neil? Maybe you prefer story time with the llama or dabble in the buttery side of the force with Biscuit Weasel. Or maybe you like the escape pod talents from down under like Heinze and Scotty. No matter who you support, you can get one of my designs from the Escape Podcast merch store. 
just go to escapepodcastaways.com, click on the merch link, and it will take you to the Tee Public site where you can support me, Mrs. Anthony, also known as Critty K. Also be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcasts Discord server weekly to vote for my latest shirts in the Design Derby on Woot. Links for both of these are down below. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod cast. Pinesy from the ANZGC is officially a member of the Escape Pod Castaways. Make sure you go and search for Heinzy on YouTube today because he live streams a lot of his GAC content. And not only does he do that, he also does some pretty fun videos from time to time, including a behind the screen and also streaming Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, and from time to time, this idiot might drop by. Head on over and check out Heinzy today on YouTube a part of the Escape Pod Castaways Network. The Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello, Escape Podawans, and welcome back to Storytime with the Llama in the Escape Pod, cast for kids. Now this week, as we embark on our starting strategies journey, we find ourselves asking the age-old question to hyperdrive bundle or to not hyperdrive bundle. This pack coming in at a very, very steep 100 US dollars is by far the most expensive pack out there. And I know what you're saying, llama, $100 plus tax, that's crazy. I can buy an entire Lego set and keep myself occupied for hours with that $100. Is this really worth it? The answer is yes and no. It really all depends on what you're looking to get out of the game from the start. But let's take a look at the hyperdrive bundle itself, and then we can kind of debate whether or not it's worth it. Now, with the $99 hyperdrive bundle, you get a few things. First off, you immediately jump to player at level 85. There's no grinding 85, you don't have to worry about XP and things like that. You immediately jump up to level 85. Not to mention, you get access to absolutely everything in the game. You get access to all of the light side and dark side battle levels. You get all access to all of the cantina levels, the mod levels, the fleet levels, not to mention all of the challenge tiers. You'll also upgrade 16 of your ships. You'll also upgrade 65 of your characters. Now, all of those characters are going to jump up to five stars gear eight. All of your ships are going to go up to five stars as well. It's important to note that they do not go to seven stars, so you will have to finish the grind up to seven stars. But with all of these characters, you get a ton of great factions that give you a really good start in the game, especially when we're talking about GAC. You'll get Phoenix, you'll get a full Rebels squad, you'll get everything you need to start your com- your Commander Luke Skywalker journey, you'll get a Resistance team, you'll get a full Jedi team, which gives you a head start for Revan and Grandmaster Yoda. You'll get a full Empire team. You'll get Empire Troopers, which is great. You get a starting First Order team. You get a starting Bounty Hunters team, so you can start getting that gold that's super, super necessary in the beginning of the game. You get some great Sith characters. Your Darth Vader immediately jumps to five stars, so you can get him at seven stars that much faster through achievements. You get Night Sisters, and last but not least, you get Clone Troopers. So you get a lot of stuff. 
Not to mention, you get a ton of resources. You get 20 million gold. You get 10 million ship currency. You get some crystals. You get currency for every single shop. You get training materials. You get 500 sim tickets. You even get some Zeta mats. You get some energy, which is awesome. You get 500 of each kind of energy. Not to mention, you get a ton of gear. A ton of gear. It's a really good way to jumpstart your reserves and give you a little bit of a heads up when it comes to arena and GAC. And I will say, it is a pretty good value for the money, just with everything that you get, how it unlocks everything in the game, how you can kind of jump right in and immediately start without having to worry about working your way to some things. For a new player, absolutely, it is valuable. I wouldn't necessarily say it's valuable for a mid to end game player. Yes, you get a lot of gear, you get the Zeta mats, you get kind of the materials and things like that and the energy, but you don't get any of the character shards. So if you already have a character above five stars that's in this list, you don't get five stars worth of those character shards. So that kind of is moot. Same thing with ships. So I would say if you're a new player, 100% worth it. Mid to end game player, not necessarily. Whether or not to buy the hyperdrive bundle really comes down to how you want to play the game. If you want to open up this game and immediately be able to hop in and start doing all of the fun things that we love to do, then absolutely the Hyperdrive Bundle is probably the way for you to go. But if you enjoy the grind, if you enjoy the buildup, if you enjoy putting the work in, I would say that the Hyperdrive Bundle isn't really necessary. You're going to see a lot of people in your arena shard with it, but it doesn't make it necessary. Now, I've said this a few times that competitive free-to-play in the arena is is just dead. It's really impossible to keep up, but you can still be very competitive in GAC and in other aspects of the game if you are free to play. So you don't have to buy the Hyperdrive bundle to be successful in this game, and I encourage you to really think about whether or not you want to do it. That's all for me. Tune in next week for more story time with the Llama and the Escape Pod Cast for Kids. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Receiving incoming transmission. Receiving incoming transmission. Receiving incoming transmission. 
Welcome back, ladies and gents. Paul, Master of Ceremonies, introduce our guest to everybody. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the past few weeks, we have had some of the people that I looked up to when I was go when I was starting in Galaxy of Heroes. The all the people that taught me essentially what I needed to know, and they didn't even know who the hell I was. Um, but another thing, Neil, is we seem to be getting a lot more damn Canadians on this show mm -hmm. more often than not. Hailing from the Great White North over yonder on the west side is our west next side. guest. He is a lover of Darth Talon and all things Twi'lek. No, he's not Urza. No, get that out of your mind. Ladies and gentlemen, straight out of Ryloth, I welcome you, Dylar. How are you, buddy? I'm fabulous. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. How are you? Uh, doing well. Oh, we're <laughs> and we good. just let our, our favorite Canadian, Dickie Darkside, know that he has another Canadian friend. <laughs> he definitely has a rival. That's true. <clears throat> we, we have lots of, we're, clearly we have lots of favorite Canadian friends. There's, you know, there's just so many of them. Mm-hmm. Andy mm -hmm. Beads. So many of them. Dickie Darkside. I have lots of Commonwealth amigos. <laughs> so, um... Let's let's just get this out of the way because I know I know the answer <laughs> to this and Neil cannot say anything about this. Let me just get the cup ready. Are you free to play, Dylar? Uh, no, sadly, no. I think uh, I gave up that card very, 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 very quickly in my uh, Star Wars Galaxy Heroes uh, gaming life. So I'm definitely not free to play. Sorry, Nev. That's I knew you weren't free to play. <laughs> By the way, I just learned, I just learned that Carly and Mitch are also Canadian. There we go. Hey, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, there's so little to do up here that we just play video games and we stream and we hang out with uh, other fine folks on the interwebs since uh, we got miles of distance of space in between all of us up here. So, <laughs> But sometimes the internet caribou get eaten and it makes this whole, you know, Oh, caribou is tasty, down. though. Caribou is lovely. You haven't lived unless you had a good caribou. <laughs> so, um, Dialer, when did you start? Uh, I, I, oddly enough, I think I discovered the game on a Facebook ad. So I started like February 10th of 2016. So not a uh, day one player, but uh, fairly quickly. Um, like, I think there was, I think, raids and guilds came out just right after uh, i started playing so pretty early on uh playing pretty much every day since i think i've only missed three days playing on holidays vacations yep yeah it's been a while so long-term player long term and, and mm -hmm. i think you just released a video a moment ago where you evaluated your own account and it's currently sitting at 7.5 million yeah, 7.611 as of yesterday evening at the time of recording. And uh, that's a weekly segment I like to do. I like to show people kind of what I'm working on, what I'm farming, how I'm farming, how I'm spending crystals, what I did that week, and so and so. Uh, people seem to like it. But, you running yeah, any ults, mate? You running any nope. ults? Nope, running not any ults. ults. I think I had an alt for a week and <laughs> said I cannot do this. I, I am... <laughs> I have so little time. I, I definitely do not have time to oh, run. Wow. Yeah, you're, so, you're part of a rare breed of people that don't have alts. 
Well, alt lives don't matter. I know. All, I, I have alts and alt lives don't matter. <laughs> Sorry, Zareth. That's all right. Zareth's not in chat. We can say it all we like. That's true. Nope. No alts. No alts. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, I put I'm enough the one time who started the no game. alts chant and it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so um right okay um let's uh let's uh let's get the um let's get the uh, elephant out of the room you like darth talon uh yes uh, what, I, what, I do just just i mean apart from the obvious what is it that does does it uh, what is it that uh that does it for you regarding her well because i mean was it was it because you just saw like the images of her and you were like whoa who's that or did you actually read the legacy comics I sadly I did not read the legacy comics, although I've watched enough videos explaining them. Maybe I should pick them up someday, but I've liked Twi'leks I'll send ever them since. To you. There we go. That would be much appreciated. Uh, I like Twi'leks ever since the original trilogy. Um, I liked Hera, Ayla. So as soon as I found a red Twi'lek that was a Sith with a red lightsaber, I was hooked. I was, I was hooked. I was all in. Uh, who do you think? Which actress would you like to see playing her when she comes to uh, um, the Star Wars universe on Disney Plus? That's easy. It's Kate Beckinsale. Oh, that's a damn good choice. Hands no, down. No, they can't though. Hands they, down. Oh, no, then Emily Blunt. I, mm, I, I, I don't. No, don't get me wrong. I'm a big Kate fan. I, I am a huge Kate fan, you know, being British, her being British, you know, I'd love to see another British lass, you know, <laughs> as hot as Kate um, playing her. But, you know, wouldn't you prefer someone with a little bit more longevity, an actress with a little bit more longevity, a bit, you know, like Scarlett Johansson has been Black Widow. She was able to because they got her when she was young. So you watched her grow and you, you know, you, you were able to see the, the actress grow into the character over the decade. Um, now Kate, if you brought her in, it's going to be a little, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not suggesting for one second that she isn't going to be as hot at 50 as she is now at 40, but <laughs> you know, you got to think 10 years from now. Well, I would say Amber Heard, but I think her no, days with no, Disney no, are done. Yeah, no, no. We do not want drama queens on set that are just going to argue and, you know, cause problems. You know, we want professionals, people that get in, do the job, and everybody likes them, and they don't cause problems, and they're not drama queens. You know, we, we don't need no um, Amber Heard's or what's his face that did Batman. Or Tom Cruise. We don't need drama queens on set. You know, we don't need prima donnas on set. We just want professionals to get in, do the job, get out. Yeah, see, I just, I don't, I don't think I can pick a young actress. It's all like, I'd like Charlize Theron to be her. Just Ooh, all like, Thane just it, pointed out Tessa Thompson. Yeah, Valkyrie. No. Yeah, I, yeah, Tessa Thompson. I, yeah, she's I young enough she and she's... Darth mm, Talon doesn't have to be young, though. I th no, I, no, I'm, I'm not saying that she has to be young. I'm saying that for the longevity of the camera, for the character, it would make more sense to have a younger actress play Darth Talon. Well, that's why we got CGI and anti-aging technology. <laughs> yeah, true. We do have the anti-aging technology, but then that, yeah. they, then they got to bring in the stunt doubles, you know. But yeah, so no, I, I must admit though, I do like your first choice, Kate Beckinsale, 
Would. Oh, hands down. Oh, one. God, yeah. She. Can you imagine her in that costume? Just, oh, yeah. I'm already imagining. Yep. I'm already I'm imagining out an Kate older, in that costume. I'm going to throw out an older actress that if she did, you know, and I'm going to hit, you guys are going to disagree with me. I already know this. But if she didn't have the fact that she doesn't play bad guys anymore, Drew Barrymore. Nope, she's too innocent. Oh god, so yeah, no, Drew, 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 Drew wouldn't work. Drew wouldn't work. Um, but while you're talking, I'm going to come up with an actress that I think would would work because not only is she an actress, but she's a martial artist, um, and she's been stunt double on lots and lots of movies. And um, you can't say Gina, huh? No, 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 no. <laughs> Gina, Gina's already got a character. She'll be she'll be you know reprising her role as. Um, as Kara, you, uh, you think so, Neil? But no, sir. We, we, that that's for that. We we're not going to break the no the uh, the talk about that rule for this. Damn, if Megan Fox could act, I'd say Megan Fox could pull off the look. But uh, sadly, oh yeah, I yeah, but she's a bit of a drama queen as well, isn't she? Oh no, no, no! It wasn't mm-hmm. her that was the drama queen on Transformers. It was just her yeah. and the director butting heads, wasn't it? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Mr. Mr. I must have an explosion every 12 seconds in my movie or it's not an action movie. It's like, no, no, that's not how action movies work. You don't need to blow something up every 12 seconds. Well, Disney, if you're listening, um, she deserves a second chance. So Megan Fox. Oh, what? Megan Fox. Yeah. No, I think she's good. I, I mean, she, she would definitely bring the dads in. That's for sure. She would definitely bring the dads in. It's like, what, what, what are you, what are you watching on Disney Plus, son? Who, who, who is that character? Oh, it's Darth Talon. She's really, really nice. I and just going to get comfortable and watch this TV show with you. <laughs> let me, uh, let me ask you this though, Nev. Um, if they did give us Darth Talon, would you want to see a Disney version of Darth Talon? Because that might just ruin her for us well no no um because and this like I said, this is why i would like to see a younger version i would like to see the light side because the, the darth talon is darth talon because of legacy she's a sith in legacy because of you know darth crate now if you're uh, doing what uh, i suspect uh, john favreau and dave filoni are going to do which is simply take the character you would have to create a a newish background, a bit, a bit like when Dave Filoni took the Witches of Dathomir and the planet Dathomir from um, the courtship of Princess Leia, which is an extended universe book. He took mm-hmm. the Witches of Dathomir, he took the planet Dathomir, and created the Night Sisters, um, and that's where we get the Night Sisters from. The Night Sisters are from an extended universe book. Um, and that's what Dave Filoni did. So John Favreau could do something very, very similar with Darth Talon um, before she was Darth Talon, you know? So less tattoos, because the tattoos were given by, you know, or you give us a mm. full, dar- you know, you give us you give us a, a kind of figure and then throw it in there. Um, and, and the reason for, the reason why I'm saying, the reason why I'm saying give us the light side of Darth Talon and don't give us, just give us talent, don't give us Darth Talon, is we could then see a progression of her becoming Talon to be, you know, to becoming Darth Talon. I mean, you'd need to throw a Sith into the mix to train her. Um, um, we do have one. 
that's floating around out there that hasn't been brought back into the Mandalorian universe yet. Was there not a rumor that Talon was going to be in season three of the Mandalorian? No, no, there no. The rumor is that she's going to... She, she was going to be the original, one of the original bad guys in George Lucas's uh, sequel trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this, though. Would you rather have Darth Talon or would you rather them bring back Asaz Ventress? Because technically she died in Legends, so they could revisit Asajj Ventress. Yeah, I, I, I have. Uh, I mean, I, I like to see good characters from, from the extended universe be brought back in. They, they've kind of got to do a little bit of reworking of backstory. You know, they have to rework the backstory a little and they have to rework the character a little bit. But you know the, the 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 sole character of the individual, they they you know they can maintain that, and it you know it it, it pays respect to the great character making of the writers and the artists from the comic books and the novels of the extended universe. Because Darth Talon is you know from the legacy comic books, you know a hundred years Aby. Mm. Um, but yeah. to take one of the that that's never going to get made. I mean. For some reason, Disney doesn't want to make money, you know, because if they took all of the comics and some of the novels from the extended universe and just said, let's just make a Star Wars multiverse, you know, it's not like any one franchise hasn't done that before. And they made an animated version. It sell people would watch it. You know, it doesn't have to be amazing, you know, for 12 episode animated series they can do an animated film dc does it with comic books and graphic novels all the time they did it with superman they do it with batman and those movies are very very popular and they're alternate versions the superman red sun was an alternate version of superman if he crashed in russia not in central you know not in middle america Okay, that was a great film. The the graphic novel was great and when they made it into an animated film as soon as i heard it was on i wanted to watch it I wanted to watch it. That is something that I otherwise would not have watched. So, you know, comic books, they could turn them into cartoons. They've practically got the animation there already so they could make, but for some reason, they just don't want to make money. You know, it's like, oh no, we only have to do things in our canon. It's like, no, you don't. Just say it's not part of canon. It's just a Star Wars story. Mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly agree with you. But But if if we can get the character, if we can, you know, if Dave Filoni and John Favreau can pull a couple of characters out here and there and give them a little bit of a rework, like they did with the Witches of Dathomir, calling them Night Sisters, that worked. You know, Asajj Ventress, the Daka, you know, all those characters worked. They didn't take any of the actual characters, any of the actual Witches of Dathomir from the book. They just took the planet and the premise of that type of, you know, witch-like clan. So how much have you looked into the Acolyte show that's coming? Uh, I haven't looked into I haven't looked into it into it at all because I, I don't think it's going to be particularly good. Uh, well, they say it's supposed to revolve around a dark side apprentice, oh, a female okay. dark side apprentice. So there's their chance. So Disney, please. That's what we want. Darth Talon, <laughs> even if she's going to be back like 500 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, um Let's get back onto the topic of you. Um, what was your first? Was the Galactic War trial Krennic lead team? Was that truly your first video? 
no, I think I started, I started just doing, just recording my arena climbs just for giggles. And, but uh, yeah, the Krennic led team, cause I was out of my mind and I got Krennic and death trooper almost day one and relict. And I was using them to counter the CLS uh, triple cleanse. I think it was, it was CLS, Chirrut, Bays, no R2 yet. R2 hadn't been released. GK and somebody else. And uh, just uh, because I thought uh, Death Trooper was cool. Uh, but no, I can't remember what my first video was. Uh, it was close somewhere back there, though. Gotcha. Because because I was looking, you know, I scrolled all the way down to your videos playlist mm-hmm. um, and saw the Krennic team. But I also noticed that you did not. You you didn't just stream Galaxy of Heroes with this account. You're also an investor, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I got a whole another channel. Uh, it's a finance channel that uh, I haven't put any work into in mm-hmm. months because I just don't have time. I just I, I want to. Um, originally, uh, Star Wars Galaxy Heroes uh, videos were a way for me to learn how to post videos and work YouTube and whatnot. Uh, yeah, uh, in, in my day job, I got a, I, I'm really into investing as well, and uh, someday soon I will start working on that channel again as well um i mean what is is that something that is around the corner for you that that you're going to be that you're definitely going to be doing because um you know i i I hate that we're coming up to the end of the interview here because i want to know more about nylar um is what what is in the future both star wars and this channel well, I'm going to be with the Star Wars Galaxy Heroes until the the wheels fall off. I tried doing squadrons, but I, I just couldn't find the time to sit and play video games. The, the good thing about Star Wars Galaxy Heroes is I can I can play it while I'm at work. Don't tell my boss. Um, <laughs> and then I can record quick videos on stuff when I get home, whereas I can't sit down after I get home and play um, video games for another three hours. So. I think that in the, in the long run, I'm probably going to transition more into the, the finance channel just because uh, that might have more longevity. Don't, I, w- I don't want this game to go anywhere, but uh, I got a plan for the future. And it seems like every other game that I've sat down and be like, this is the one I'm going to stream next. I, I pick it up for a month and then I put it down. Is there any game on the horizon that might pique your interest? I, I, I... I think I saw you uh, taking a shine towards that new Zynga game. The Zynga game. Which one was that? Zynga's putting out a new Star Wars game. Oh, they bought no. a AAA studio. I'll look at it, but um, I don't have an, I won't have faith in it until I see it. I think it has a Force Arena type vibe, and that's another game I played for a month and then put down. I, I tend to pick up a, a lot of games and then put them back down. This is the only game since World of Warcraft that's really held my attention. Because it's Star Wars. Okay. Oh, and if, if you want to do something, if you want to do something on your finance channel, give me a shout. I love talking about economics. I know it sounds like really boring, but I, I do actually like talking about economics. It's fun. Mm-hmm. So, well, I was, no. telling, I was telling Bitcoin over on the GAC Center that I finally started putting some stuff into crypto. So, yes, makes- nice one. Bravo. Mm-hmm. Now, Neil, here, here's one other thing about his <clears throat> channel that I think you'll like. Um, Cause you just, you did something very similar to this. It looks like you picked uh, Starcraft two up about six months ago again. 
I did. Oh. I did. I that was. Dude, I got. I got this. I got this today from a thrift yeah. store. I know. That before anybody says, "Oh, Dernev, it's free." I know it's free, but I just wanted to own the box and the CD, and it was only a couple bucks. Mm-hmm. I love well, Starcraft. Yeah, we could do some. We could definitely do some of that, mate. You know, I've I've just been I've been a huge Blizzard fan forever as well. Back to the original Command and Conquer. That's what really grabbed me, and then I've been a Blizzard fan ever since. And uh, as soon as I got my uh, my streaming computer set up, I had to. One of the first things I did is I had to download StarCraft Three and blow through all those campaigns again because just just to relive those memories because that game still still holds up today. Definitely. All right. Um- so what's in the immediate future right now for your channel? What, you know, other than, of course, in a week, we'll see what your uh, account looks like again. Yeah, um, I keep saying I'm going to start streaming some conquest stuff, but then I get really impatient while I'm at work and I pick up my phone and yeah. I do it while I'm recording. <laughs> um, so other than that, uh, until like my most popular videos on my channel are, are all my uh, galactic legends guides those are the ones that get the most traction so i'm waiting until jm or the jedi knight luke event becomes farmable which should be shortly i would think so we were kind of almost coming up to that year point uh so those will be the next big videos that i produce will be the phase guides for the jedi knight luke event yeah, I'm I'm going to be using your uh, JML ones here once I get those final three ready to go. How do people find you on the interwebs, Dylar? Well, on YouTube, it's Dylar's Twilight Tactics, and on Twitch, same thing, Dylar's Twilight Tactics. Twitch, I only really stream GACs, uh, and all my other videos are on YouTube as well as my GAC videos. I post them up pretty much eight hours later onto YouTube. Yep. And Dylar is spelled with two R's and a Y, D-Y-L-A-R-R. And if you can't spell Twi'lek, are you a Star Wars fan? <laughs> that is true. I was typing fast. I just had to get it typed out. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Neil. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I oh I know what you're re- referencing, Neil. Neil, I was not I was not taking a dig at you on that one. I was helping the podcast only audience know how to spell Dialar. That's all. Okay, okay, that's all right. <laughs> Any final questions for Dialar before we take uh, before we? Uh, no, I'm good. Out of the We're all pod. good. I'm sure we'll we'll talk more about um, talent uh, on some other occasion. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, guys, stick around. If you missed it last week, the fully animated version of Helly and the Noob is coming up next for this month. And uh, as always, Patreon's choice on the bridge, along with Neil's other thrift store finds just today. We'll see you after these messages right here on the Escape Podcast. The Escape Podcast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. HotBot and Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? 
With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Potawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking bot, after-show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash The Escape Pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. And now time for something completely shameless. Noob? Um, hello? I can... Hear you. But I, but I don't see you. Noob? Huh? Is that... Your voice. I hear... Noobie! You know? At this point... We've turned the beginning dialogue of every episode... Into a meme. Where could that droid be? Paul? I mean... Your ships. Cargo hold, where are you hiding? I'm not hiding, newbie. I'm using the intercom. Your voice, on the other hand, is very muffled. I can barely hear you. Could you make sure the microphone isn't covered by anything? Done. Can you... Hear me? Better now? Much better. Now... What exactly are you doing in the cargo hold? You arrived almost a full 20 minutes ago, and you still haven't made your way up to the cockpit. Last communication we had, while you were piloting the space frogger, you said you'd meet us in the cockpit after docking. You were going on and on and on about TC-14 blasting heli, and the swallow being lost, and no longer knowing your purpose, and something about a Spartan cover-up and... Huh? I am not coming up to the cockpit. Oh, come on, newbie. Don't be like that. Neil and I were just messing with you when we asked if your Spartan conspiracy theory had anything to do with Sadziki sauce being added to gyros. We were just messing with you. Come on, droid. Paul? That's not why I can't meet you in the the cockpit. Oh, okay. Well, then, do you mind telling us exactly why you won't join us? Because... I'm stuck. In here. I couldn't head to the cockpit even if I wanted to. Look, newbie, I know the cargo hold's a bit of a mess right now. I've been meaning to get it organized, but it isn't that bad. Just walk up to the circular hallway, try not stepping on anything fragile, enter the hallway, hang it right down the second corridor. I mean, you don't need directions, do you? It's not that big of a ship. And you've been here before. Did 
Ellie try fitting you with another restraining bolt? Paul, I... Don't need... Directions. I know how to get to the cockpit. Just fine. Then what's the problem this time, noob? I may have sort of accidentally and totally not on purpose. Lodged the space frogger. Into your cargo hold. I think... She's stuck. And now she won't budge. Unless I open the airlock and just let the vacuum of space sucker out in the void. Maybe I should try that. How the hell did you get the entire space hopper jammed into our cargo hold? Oh, I am a droid with, with a penchant for calamity. Do you honestly need a full explanation on how I accomplished this? No, no, I don't. I didn't think so. You know, between your uncanny ability to cause mayhem and your comically calamitous nature and Helly's constant tinkering with your circuitry and his refusal to give you periodic memory wipes, I think we're going to have to insist you download that new PKOS update. Paul? What are you talking about? What OS update? (laughs) You didn't get the emergency alert message notifications? Neil and I both got multiple pings via email, text, even voicemail. It was sent out three weeks ago by the Imperial government. And we both aren't PK series droids, and we don't even carry any on board our ship. Well, until now, I guess. You know, come to think of it, everyone in the galaxy got notified. How come you didn't? I have those notifications turned off. Holonymix always said those messages were an annoying waste of time and caused nothing but trouble. Yeah, well, Helly isn't exactly what we would call a good galactic citizen, is he? Paul? Yes, newbie? Please. Don't. You. Ever. Speak ill of Holonymix. He was my friend and I don't care what they say about him. He had very good reasons for not trusting authority. Yeah, well, this isn't Helly's ship. And he isn't here to help us weasel our way out of a space ticket if we get caught by the space cops with an unauthorized operating system running on a droid in our possession. And, unlike Heli's ship, we aren't always broadcasting sensor jammers and cloaking fields. The last thing we need is to have some part of the monolith decide that this ship needs to be shut down. Too many people depend on us, newbie. We cannot afford to be canceled. But I don't want to perform the update. I'm not telling you that you have to, newbie. I'm saying that if you want to hang out on the fulcrum long term, then you absolutely must do it. I'm just not in the position to allow you to jeopardize the safety of my crew, my ship, the listeners and viewers of the show, our llama, the Jawa, that pygmy wookie guy we once had on, any aristocratic Ewoks that might stop by, Christie's artwork, my sci-fi memorabilia collection, the garbage disposal. No buts about it, mister. Plug into that terminal right in front of you, right next to the microphone, and space Google the phrase PK series update number... T C four eight two three nine six. No. <laughs> uh, you're acting like Helly more and more every time we speak, newbie. Just, just wait there a couple seconds. Let me see if Neil could talk some sense into you. 
Hello, droid. How's your servo spinning, mate? Uh, uh, well, Neil, your co-host Paul wants me to download and execute a mandatory operating system update sent out by the galactic government. And I really don't want to do, do, do this. I guess you're going to tell me I have to as well, huh? No. Wait. What? I'm confused. Uh, I'm a voluntarist noob. I believe all interactions between people should be voluntary. But Paul said if I don't download and execute the update, then... I cannot... Stay aboard the fulcrum. Right. Wait. What? I'm even more confused now. Listen, Noob. Part of being an independent, sentient being is making decisions yourself. And then living with the consequences of those decisions. As a voluntarist, I believe that all interactions should be voluntary. So there should be a choice. Uh, I don't believe in compelling you nor anyone else to do anything you don't want to do. But at the same time, if you don't want to be aboard Paul's ship, Paul says that droids on his ship must have fully updated operating systems, then you've got to choose. Either A, comply with Paul's request, or B, leave the premises. There won't be any hard feelings. It doesn't mean you aren't our friend, nor that we don't absolutely adore you. But if Paul said your operating system must be fully updated in order to stay aboard, then you have a choice to make. As with most things in the universe, noob, the choice is ultimately yours. But your choice will have some ramifications. You've got to choose the path you want to follow. I understand, Neil. Great. Now, uh, I'm going to get back to analyzing the latest GAC matchups for that other wonderful swagger show, a GA Center. Ta-ta for now, my mechanical friend. Goodbye, Neil. I guess I don't really have a choice, do, do, do I? Wait. Why, why am I talking to myself? Maybe I should do this update. Droids don't talk to themselves. But Lennox used to talk to himself all the time. And he wasn't all that bad for a... Bipedal, hairless, ape creature. I know. I'll save a backup of my entire system. Operating system, image files, system protocols, pointless sci-fi trivia, everything, and store it here. This way, if something goes wrong, I have a back back backup I can restore myself to. Well, here goes... Nothing. System reboot finalized. All operating systems now fully updated. New mission parameters enabled. Primary mission objective. Seek and destroy the salty Spartan. Hellenix must be cancelled. Heli no bueno. All hail the monolith. All hail TC-14. Welcome. Oh, oh, was that a new follower then? Who was it? That was Baylor. Baylor followed us. So close to a thousand. So close. Back to 953. We still 47. We lost two. I so That's wanted okay. it on my birthday, but uh, it was not to be. It was not to be. But uh, yeah, doesn't matter. Okay, Patreon's corner. Okay, let's do the show and tell first. Yeah, do your do your show and tell so, first so while I everybody, figure out who we're going to raid after this. Yeah, everybody knows 
if you if you you know if you don't know already i am a master at thrifting when it comes to star wars stuff everything you can't see it now but everything that's on my display shelves everything is from thrift stores like literally everything um and today i had a good day out thrifting i got three star wars things so first thing i got was star wars book the young jedi knights jaina and jason very important characters from the extended universe that one very happy with that find second find oh very very nice really really rare book very very rare book um it's called the lost city of jedi yep it's called the lost city of jedi it's set shortly after return of the jedi now this was published in 1992 this predates the extended universe this is before bantam books and del rey started the extended universe so this is like the extended extended universe um because the story the the characters in this um it you know when the extended universe started doing their thing they didn't take anything from books prior to the extended universe so there's that and then the pierre Stiller resistance which nobody seems to know right who knows what i'm gonna say it in chat who knows what top trumps are because i got top, myself you said top trumps top trumps i i have no idea what this is neil i know you're it's showing, a, it's a, it's a tin uh, showing box. the viewers it's a tin box it's got two decks of top trump cards in it and it's sealed i haven't opened it so i'm gonna do a i, I will do a um uh i will do an opening you know what you know what i i might just i might fire the camera on and do a, a do an opening in um patreon chat afterwards actually in the after show okay yeah, in the after show so uh if you're a patreon um come on over and we'll do a we'll do a box opening in uh we'll do a box opening in the uh, uh in the after show but uh, yeah so one rare book uh well two two one one rare book one moderately rare book because it's not easy to find the young jedi knights books it really really isn't um and yeah two you know a top trump's tin that's going to get open because i'm really curious how because top trump's is actually it's like lego lego is the brat other people can do bricks like lego but only lego can call their bricks lego right okay there are these cut the the, the the game the stack cards game that you play lot anybody can do it but only top trumps does top trumps and because top trumps it's a bit like funko the bobbleheads people go to funko to have their brand made into bobbleheads brands go to top trumps to have them specifically make their card games uh, this specific card game but like i said we'll do an unboxing in the after show and i will show you what they look like because i want to go through the cards and see what the stats are like i want to see how good they make the character how, how good they make the start the uh, the stats of the characters because i have no idea what era cards are on these box which is what's going to make a you know an opening so interesting okay so you you, you got that mm-hmm um and, and we'll definitely do that really quick uh methos um uh followed us uh made sure that they followed us thank you for double checking that you had followed us methos but they also said in chat when you show up on the shattered order podcast are we going to play methos's trivia i say yes i i say that we do do 
end up uh, playing Mathos's trivia. Well, you're you're cool. going to be the. I mean, I think I think we've kind of like loosely already agreed when we do do the swap. You're going to go on to theirs, and one of theirs is going to come on to here. So you're going to have to do trivia on theirs, aren't you? You would be the better fit for that, but yeah, that is true. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you want to produce the show, then you're more than welcome to have Tag or GMP come on this one and I'll go on theirs. But then you're going to have to produce the entire show. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely figure it out. Let's, uh, let's fire through these questions here. Question time. <laughs> Four Strong asks, what's your favorite episode of South Park? Mine is Make Love, Not Warcraft. Oh, my God. Um, that is one of that is, no, that is That's so freaky because that's my favorite as well. That is my favorite. I, I, I downloaded and played that uh, that song in my head. Uh, I downloaded and put that song on my MP3 player, and it was all I played in my car for like six months. <laughs> uh, mine would be all about Mormons. Even though I am one, I enjoyed that episode the most. Because it made me laugh. Nah, and if I can't laugh at myself, who can I laugh at? Mm-hmm. All right, Geek Girl. What is a philosophy or concept that is not taught today that you think you should that you think should? A philosophy. Yeah, universal concept. Yeah, universally preferable behavior. UPB. It should be um, it, it, everybody. It should be taught. If UPB was taught in schools, there would be a you know a lot nicer people in the world. I wish I, I that one. I don't. I'm not. Is, um, I love philosophy, so I read. I, I'm not as versed on philosophy, yeah, so I wouldn't be able to really answer that one. <laughs> um, so once again, I'll just fire this one to you. One, what is one that is taught today that shouldn't be? Um. Well, I don't think. Um, well, RE in the in the UK there is a class, and it's RE. It's religious education. Um. And I, uh, I, I don't, I'm not adverse to religious education in schools, um, but it should be um, like uh, languages in school. You know, you should give it, the, the, it should be, uh, with the exception of English, maths and science, I think all subjects in school should be by the choice of um, the students and not you will do this. Because, you know, kids will do it for five, six, seven years. They'll get to the end. They'll realize they don't like it. They'll drop it and do something else. And what you've done is wasted that student or that pupil's seven years teaching them a subject they had no interest in when they could have been learning something useful or more valuable. All right. What moment in history that is considered a victory do you think is actually considered is actually considered a failure? Um, the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Um, the, the bombing of Dresden during the Second World War. The, the war was already won, and, you know, the war was effectively over. Uh, the, the war was effectively over, and yet the Allies did something um, reprehensibly evil, and it was completely unnecessary. So, yeah, that. And it was seen as a victory when it wasn't, because it wasn't against a military target, it was against a civilian target. All right. Uh, what And vice versa, what is considered a failure that you think should be considered a victory oh tougher one um something that was classed as a failure but should be classed as a victory um 
I, I guess a lot of people, uh, I, I think I get, uh, a lot of people saw um, in the UK saw the, the Brexit vote as a failure. Um, but I think decentralizing um, is always a victory because when you decentralize power down to look more local, you know, more s smaller groups and more locals, um, it, it, it's better for the people that are in that locale, you know, um, uh, per, you know, a perfect line from uh, what is it from the Patriot? You know, why, why would I swap one tyrant three thousand miles away for three thousand tyrants one mile away? And a lot of people in the UK looked at Brexit like that. Is you know, why would I prefer to have hundreds of people telling me what I can do in another country when I can just have a few hundred telling me what to do in my country? You know, decentralize, roll it back, keep rolling it back. So yeah, that would be mine. All right. Um, I am not versed enough to answer, to give a coherent and, uh, factually based answer. <laughs> I try to focus on positives. So if it becomes a negative, I usually erase it from my mind. All right. Next, uh, Patreon question comes from Dr. Feelgood. Favorite Dr. Who villain and why? Um, odd job. Of course. It's odd because he's got a... <laughs> Because he's got a hat that just throws. No, his... no, Doctor Who, not. Oh, sorry, I th I thought it was James Bond. Sorry, Doctor Who. It's got to be the Daleks. Has to be the Daleks, without a doubt. Daleks every time. See, I'm going to go Cybermen. The, the, the good doctors with me, Daleks. The, 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 right. the best one, exterminate. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, if you could recast the Muppets with. Uh, Galaxy of Heroes streamers and content creators, who would they be? Animal is definitely Jigabachi. Um, um, Ranger is definitely Kermit. Um, All right. I will take... Uh, I will take Gonzo and put him as Urz. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. Who 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 get? Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of someone for Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy is like always beating the crap out of Kermit. So who who's a streamer that's, that who's a streamer that's always beating Loki? the crap? Well, no, because Loki's no, no like no Loki's nice. Loki's friendly. We need right, but he could beat the crap out of uh, out of Ranger. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, no. Well, in that case, <laughs> you. Thane, Thane can be Thane can be uh, the uh, the GAC whisperer. He can be Miss Piggy because he's always telling um, Ranger, who would be Kermit, what to do. So yeah, Thane would have to be Miss Piggy. Yeah, Thane would have to be Thane Carell would have to be. Uh, is he All still right. in chat? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Fozzie Bear and give that to Heinzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would work. That would definitely work. Um, I'm gonna make. Um, uh, I would make. Oh, the the. Who's the, um, oh, I can't think of the name of the Muppet, but you've got the Muppets that are in the band. Because obviously Animal's the drummer, but then you've got the, you've got the. Dr. Uh, Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. There's definitely some streamers there. Um, um, Andy Beads can be one. of Yeah, Andy, Andy Beads can be the one with the hair over the eyes that plays the guitar. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> Blacken says Arnold is Dr. Teeth. Yes. 
Dr. Jojo just took the words out of my mouth. Walter and Staldorf or Standorf. Um, the two old guys are Solo and Yeah, Zareth. Solo and Zaref, yes. Yeah, they're, they're the two guys <laughs> sat, in the, uh, sat in the balcony. Uh, uh, yes, definitely. Yeah, that's uh, a good Gran- Grande is definitely going to be... Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, Beaker. Beaker. Me, 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 me. Yeah, exactly. Me, me. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. All right. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Let's move on here. Right before our servers are shut down, what character would you max out as a guilty pleasure in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Uh, oh, uh, uh, so Dr. Jojo said, who is Finn? You said it right. Uh, Finn is the Swedish chef. Yeah. Um, who would I max out? I'd probably do Gar Saxon just for the fun of it. Um... No, um, probably um, Ahsoka Tano Fulcrum. <laughs> probably Ahsoka Tano Fulcrum because she's like seven stars. I haven't geared her up or anything. I, I have no intention of doing it. But if they were going to shut down the servers, I'd be like, you know what? I want to see what she's like. <laughs> All yeah. right, uh, Doctor Feelgood uh, um, being coy, saying, "What's the name of the guild that was mentioned in the guild classifieds again?" That was Yevon Four. Yeah, All right, rapid fire. Last three questions, Doctor uh, from JJ Manners. If you could take any existing movie and create a four-hour extended version, what movie would you choose? Empire. The, oh yeah, no Empire. Yeah, em, Empire is definitely yeah, full-on like four-hour director's cut. Definitely. I, I would love a uh, I would love a Snyder yeah, Lucas a Snyder cut. cut. Yeah, nobody say anything. I haven't watched it yet. Arr. I'm not saying anything. All right. If they use CGI de aging, what actors would you choose to play Revan and Bastilla? Uh, I would Keanu Reeves for Revan, definitely, um, and uh, for um, uh, for Basti. I, I agree with Revan on uh, Keanu. Um, Basti. You know what? I, I, I'd go with I, I would I'd go with Angelina Jolie for Basti. Because she knows how to handle herself in an action movie, so she'd be able to do it. There you go. Uh, and you, whoever they cast the for the has to be hot. All right, and uh, do you think a cantina-style bar set up to play Swaga on hollow tables would actually be a good idea for a franchise? <laughs> uh, I think it would work, definitely. The drink would flow. The ale would be uh, imbibed. Most definitely. I sadly, if it was, if it, if it was set up like that, do I think that the bar would actually work only if it was for tourists and players of the game? But as we know, we're only a subset of an entire gaming community. Would it work? It would work for a niche for a little bit. Make it a pop-up bar. Maybe it'll work. All right. Is that all the questions? That is all the questions. Oh, Jennifer anything? Connolly, that's a good one. Yeah, she's hmm. she's hot. Yeah. Anything else before we uh we launch this sucker? No, no, let's launch this sucker. Let's uh um uh, let's put the uh, put the pedal to the metal and hit the hyperdrive. All right. For those who are watching on Twitch, we are going to do a raid. I see a new person that I have not seen uh before. 
uh, by the name of Mr. Chip Nasty. So we're oh, going to yeah, go no, right I, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I follow him. Yeah. Is, is he fun? Yeah, yeah, he's fun. He he usually, um, I think he was Marvel Strike. Uh, Urza got him into the game. Excellent. Well, Urza, definitely. He was playing, uh, we'll he was playing over there. that murder game and uh, with Urza, and Urza's like, oh, you got to come play this game. So Mr. Chip Nasty started a game from scratch, an account from scratch. He's literally only been playing for a couple of months. All right. We'll definitely go visit him. Uh, Mr. Chip Nasty will be in the raid. We'll uh, we'll see you guys in the after show if you're Patreons. Uh, and if you're not, patreon.com slash the escape pod, no cast, uh, to sign up. We would love to have you guys join us on the Discord server and have a lot of fun. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Neil, thank you for a wonderful night. Mm-hmm. You too, mate. All right. With that being said, be nice to each other, damn it. And Neil. Yep. Push the button. You got it, mate. Toodles. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog. (laughs) 